Robinson. Care for a rubdown. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lip penis? Very Yeah, g'day rubbers, welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast where we rub down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. You are listening to the Round 26 Rubdown, I'm your host Natty, and with me as always, riding shotgun in the Rubmobile, is the Stats Wizard, aka Walker the Weasel, previously known as Stephen Bradbury, no more. Yeah. Na, 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 na. Don't dream it. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck, I thought you had it, bro. I thought you had it. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Um, look, I was I was absolutely written off when um, when Munster absolutely dropped a deuce on my team. Oh, no. Let's look, 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 let's talk oh. about let's let's lubricate the lips. Oh yeah, I've, I drink all my beers waiting for recalc, so I'm on the Venos. <laughs> Good boy. I, I'd rather be on the Venos anyway. <sighs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So I was in three three semis out of three draft comps, so quite happy with that. The one that counted though, let it slip through my fingers. Oh God. Lady Luck almost got you there too because I don't know oh. what I was doing on Sunday. I, I must have been out with the family. Got back and it was sort of like, Halfway through the Raiders Dogs game, and I looked up, looked at your score, and just went, "Holy fuck, this cunt's gonna do this!" And like, just a putrid fucking final. The just low scores. Oh, yeah. Everyone was fucked. It was disgusting. And with Tomoko's two try effort on Sunday, and you were sitting pretty, I was like, "This cunt." Riso had fucked up. He'd played two non-playing plays. He'd fallen asleep at the wheel. I was like, this guy doesn't deserve to win playing like that. <laughs> and so. at that point, I was like, yep, Tomoko's scoring well. Sweet. Even with Munsters, what did he get? Like a 28? Oh, and he captained him? It, it was horrible. Yeah, oh, yeah. And we talked about this last week, didn't we? It's such a worry with him coming it's, up against Port. He's a big He's a big <laughs> game player. I knew that this was the risk. Um, he's a big game player, and he usually goes missing against the Minnows. And what happened? Oh, he took man. a back seat. It's something we and have he, to... Look, I, I, looking back, should have thought, oh, well, considering he is expecting a child and all that sort of stuff, his mind might be in the game, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, even if I had it, like I did the num- ran the numbers, and even if I had of um, put like VC looped uh, Psycho 70, still wouldn't have got me there. So right. Well, it all came not down. To, not to... It all came down to the big bopper move from oh, Tapanay and Josh the last try. It was unbelievable. A try, try and assist, line break try and That was it. So he had he had yeah. both the Raiders front row forwards and that little fucking juice of a play there just got him home and ended up what got you by about 80 points. Which was pretty much that play. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that, that hurt. Um, I thought you had it, man. I really. But the nail was in the coffin at that point. So look, I I'd written off that one, and I was um, preying on some recalcs on my other league. Needed it. I was ahead by one, one point. So it was seven ninety one to seven ninety. Um, and then yeah, I got I got lucky with recalcs. Ended up um, getting just shy of uh, eight hundred. I went down about twenty points. So 
Yeah, we were lucky there. And then um, in our listener league, we um, we had some very handy Unstoppable. updates. It was let's a real just, close let's, one. Let's be a huge scoring one. Let's just be real here. We are unstoppable in the finals. The rub. I mean, is when you sco- when you when you're just dropping thousands thousand scores in the um in the finals. Yep, you're going to be hard to beat, aren't you? Hundred percent. And we were without we were without our undeniable star in yep. Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh not there. Round one of the finals, one thousand one hundred and eleven. Round two of the finals, nine seven five. Round three of the finals, one thousand and twelve. So averaging over a thousand points in the finals. Jeez, I'd hate to be coming up against us this week. Really? Yeah, it's um, Fuck. it's a t- it's a tough one. Everyone slept on us it. too. Mate, we'll, yep. we'll, I think we're coming last at, one, at some point. Everyone, ah, the fucking rub. What joke? We actually were. Just, yeah. And, it, it, mate, this come, it always come down to this. Like, just get yourself in the finals. Build yeah. your team for the final series and just get there. Somehow get there and then the fucking season restarts and you've got every chance, just as much chance as anyone else in the finals. Anything can happen. It's a game of luck. And we have just been pumping cunts. You've got you always have a puncher's chance if you make it to the finals. So you gotta get there. And as long as you're there, you can you can make stuff happen. We were up against the Nathan Cleary owner. Uh, who else did Bobby had? She had a star studded team and just got mm. she had Fafita, she stole Fafita off us. Carrie, yeah, that's right. Oh. Just just had everyone. Yeah, AFB, Brayley, yeah. Edwards, please. Next. So we play Big Dave in the grand final for Listener yeah. League. Here for beers. Here for beers. Sorry, so. sorry, buddy, but uh, I think you're going to be thirsty after this one. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Wow. Oh, we did say, we did say, say at the start of the season, we said, look, last year we didn't put enough effort into the list in the league, and that was our fault, and that in 2023 we were going to fucking pull our socks up and get fucking shit done and show everyone yep. what the Rob can do, and this is what this is what it is, people. Like Exactly. You're in a league against the best. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> come on we're, uh, we're we're dominating we are absolutely dominating a lot of a lot of our picks have come off like at the start of the season three of our big dog picks have absolutely come up trumps um so uh, especially yeah. walshy and ponga mate like, running with walshy and ponga at this time of the season please yeah and then manu kicking goals obviously with um the roosters starting to play some good football fuck mm. anyway we'll go through our team and our matchups as we go through each game <laughs> Yeah, a lot to talk about, but let's get into some injuries. I'm still alive, but I'm very badly injured. So first up, Ruben Garrick broke his back. Spinal. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot of <laughs> a lot of conjecture over that, but yeah, um, that's, yeah, awesome. well, that's that's a, that's another podcast talking about that. But yeah, fractured yeah. back there. Jaden Campbell dislocated patella. Philip Sammy, uh, Liz Frank injury, Jeremiah Nanai, AC joint, Semi Valame, knee, Adam Reynolds calf all out this week. And then obviously we have Teddy with his head knock. Uh, he'll be out this week under concussion protocol. And we also have Latrell Mitchell. Obviously he's in the bye, but he will miss ne- next week uh, with a one match ban. So if you're playing round 27 grand final and you drafted Latrell Mitchell within the first five oh, picks, you are not furious. happy. You are not happy. Oh, God. You, not only do you not have him for your prelim because of the bye, now you don't have him for your grand final. That's And you nice. would have had him for a, a large portion of the back end of the season either. Yeah, yeah. So, And he hasn't really delivered since he's come back. 
So it's um it's not it's not good for for any of the other trail owners out there. No, no. And then a few and big names. And the slim slim pickings on on waivers. Oh yeah, too. that's gross. A uh, few blokes returning some big names here. Sam Walker back in for the Roosters. Jackson Hastings back in for the Knights. Corey Oates back on that left wing for the Broncos. And Pappy, it's Pappy. Watch yeah. number nineteen in the reserves. What's going to happen here? Who knows? Surely he comes onto the bench. And then um, he'll play maybe 15, 20 minutes of the good, game. Good game to get him, get some miles into his legs against the Titans. They'll oh, fucking yeah. pop the Titans this week. So they, look, confidence for, for the first for the first like, half, they put some good effort in, but they just got run over the top of. That's pretty much that, if you look up Titans in the dictionary, it says that. <laughs> that's exactly puts right. in a good first half. That doesn't, um, doesn't play rugby league in the second half. Tell you what, that that Tommy Weaver. He's gonna he's gonna be something in the future. He's got a yeah, real good special. kicking game on him. Yep, yeah, he's special. Couple of great really um, debuts in the weekend. That young kid from the Dolphins. Oh, Trey well. Fuller. Mm, oh, he looks very so good. good. Yeah, good to see some kids. Good kids getting around, playing some good footy. Mm. All right, bro. Let's get into round twenty six and rub down these games. Records, rankings, weather. I know the team. These games are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. I know these players. All you gotta do is bet on the win. I know this wonderful game called football. Let's get on with a rub down. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so all the stats are taken from the form guide available on our Patreon. Um, and this is obviously looking at the last six rounds, how teams are scoring points, how they're conceding them. Gives you a better indication about how they're going to perform this week. We've got bunnies on the bye. Let's do it, bro. Thursday, 7.50 p.m., Panthers v. Eels, Blue Bet Stadium. Now, this is an interesting one. Obviously, the Eels look fucking shot. Mathematically, can't make the eight there. Fuck, they look really bad on the weekend. Uh, Roosters Mm -hmm. all over them. Panthers are humming without looking that great, to be honest. I mean, they look like they're in third gear. They've been in – well, I think they've been in second gear. They've – like, I think if if there's a team that comes in and challenges them – I think they're going to find it really hard to close because um, they did, they have looked a bit bereft of options at some points of the game and they've just managed to wiggle their way through them. Um, I think if the Eels turn up, they're, they're a chance. They're also um, doing all this while resting players. Yeah. It's just yeah, exactly. it's scary. It's scary. Once they put the foot down, like in the second half there, when they went, you know what, let's just put this to bed. They did. Yeah. It's as yeah. simple as that. And, like, and they and they did step it up. But they you could see they were trying to step it up in the um against the Titans in the first half. They just couldn't. Um but yeah, they were able to to quite easily um do it in the second. So look. So the Panthers, they are a supremely right edge dominant side, uh, have been for most of the year and especially over the last six rounds, uh scoring over thirty seven percent of their super coach points on the right and then over forty three percent of their tries. So the dominance there is there on their right with Nathan Cleary back at the helm. The Eels, now for the majority of the year they've been leaking tries to left edge um attacks. But for super coach points over the last six rounds, they've been conceding a lot of points to right attack. So the matchup there for Panthers' right edge is sexy. And what I like about this game is the Panthers, they've scored the third most super coach points over the last six rounds. Eels have conceded the second most. So if you've got Panthers players, Thursday night, VC options, it's just this is beautiful if this is your GF. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it doesn't sure. get any fucking better than this. Panthers right edge players, that's who I'm all over this week. Is that what the stats are saying? 
Oh, for sure. So I think there's there's a um, there's definitely an alignment there for scoring points and um, conceding points on the opposed side. So uh, Brian Toto, um, it's it's the sexiest of matchups. Like he's he's been in some serious form over the last six weeks, and realistically, there's been a couple of tries down that edge last week as well. Um, it was been conceding eighty five points over the last six rounds to opposed right wingers. So. But it's worse than the league, and like the right wing in the last six weeks has been scoring ninety four points for the the Panthers. So, yeah, things are looking really good, and and for all those Cleary owners, it's looking good as well. So the Eels have been conceding to um, to right halves eighty two points on average in the last six rounds. Um, that's the second worst in the league. So it's definitely something that um, look if you've got that stack, you are very happy. Yeah, that's um, that's very lovely. And look, uh, obviously, when you're listening to this, the waivers have been cleared. But if for some reason Tyron Peachy is available out there on free agents, please go pick him up because he just gets involved, doesn't he? He gets involved, but also he mm. doesn't pass the ball because you know it's going to get to him. He's going to be in space. Like Luai is going to create some space there, and once he gets the ball, he's tucking it, and running it. So. Yeah. Points, points, it's quite points. funny because of that. You see Taruva actually shifting around the field just to get some ball. Give me the ball, boys. I just want to go. <laughs> exactly. Can I have a run? Um, yeah. But also, Tyron Peach is coming up against Will Penasini, and we know how Will Penasini, yes. penis, has been defending. He's been considering a lot of line breaks, so I do like that matchup for Tyron Peachy. But like you said, that Nathan Cleary into To'o, yum. Stephen Crichton, they're all mm. looking good in this one. Panthers will win, and I think they'll win well. I will say this, for most of these games, and I did touch on this last week when we were talking about, yes, it's Bulldog season, you've got some really short, odd favorites paying like $1.10, $1.15. Just see what sort of start you can get for $1.20 or thereabouts. You know what I mean? So, for example, mm. if you can get $1.20 and the Eels get 30 points head start, so you take Panthers oh. and you give Eels 30 points head start, that could bump that up to like a dollar forty. So all of a sudden you've turned in a dollar ten favorite and made it a dollar forty play, and then you can use that in your multis. This is the perfect mm. time of year to do that. Is start giving these underdogs really big head starts. That's how I won that three grand the other the other week is by adding that in and bumping up the multi just by giving these underdogs big starts. Yeah, and and look, you take out Moses, and it's pretty close to a full strength side. Exactly. The Eels. Exactly. So it, they're not they're not going to absolutely shit the bed. They're not going to defend uh, like forget how to defend well they did last week. But um yeah, they they can they can definitely turn up. So. And what happens when you can't make finals? Pressure's off. Start playing football. Yeah. Have fun with, towards the end of the and year. Dill, That's what bags is that type of player. For sure. Well. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, so keep that in mind when you're gambling. Uh, but for this one, VC is yeah, just all your nah, well, just get it, get involved, baby. Just do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so all your Panthers VCs, if you've got them, chuck, chuck the VC on. It doesn't get better um, than this matchup. All right, let's move on, bro. Friday, 6 p.m., Warriors v. Dragons, uh, Daniel Anderson Stadium. Now, if you listen to us, what, two, three months ago when we were hamming up all the Warriors right-edge players, specifically mm. SJ, CNK, DWZ, Oh, you're sitting pretty here because this is the matchup we were talking about. Warriors right versus Dragons left. Now, this matchup, it is perfect in the sense that both teams uh, are right edge dominant. It's just that the Warriors are a better defensive outfit. So 
Uh, I like the Dragons and and taking some shots at their right edge players for any time try scorers, but for Supercoach, not so much. So for the mm. Warriors and their right edge, I mean, fuck. It's the third best right edge for scoring Supercoach points. 36 of the, 36% of their Supercoach points scored down that edge and a whopping 48% of their tries scored down that edge. And not and only- it's the, the year, it's the year of the right edges oh, as well. Bro, so- 100%. And it's funny because last year it was all left. Exactly, um, yeah. I, I love this matchup though because Warriors sixth most um, super coach points scored for the ra- last six rounds and the sixth most tries, uh, and then for the season that is, and then you've got the Dragons conceding the fifth most super coach points over the last six rounds and conceding the second most tries overall for the entire season. Mm. This is probably the juiciest super coach matchup of the round if you've got Warriors right edge players. Oh, for sure. And look, there's even a bit of a matchup there for Marcelo Montoya and for Luke Metcalf on the left side. So, look, I, I'd i be concerned if I was coming up against any of those guys. Um, in my other grand final, I'm coming up, up, I'm coming up against the DWZ owner. So, very concerned about that. Um, who, are we coming up against anyone in the listener league? Let me have a look. In this uh- game? Here for B, let's have a look. He has. It was a bit of a kick in the dick with the um, the TLT without Barnett being named. That that's hurt us a little bit. So we better go stretching for a front row forward. Doesn't look like it, bro. Well, that's actually quite good then. He no. No, he's got. He's obviously got Grant. He's got To'o, he's got Eli Katoa, Cherry Evans, Munster. Jeez, Eli Katoa played well last week. Gutherson, Meany. He's got a really good side. Mm. But, um, yeah, no worries, which is good. It's very good. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, another big in for this one is Zach Lomax makes his return. So that pushes Moses Surly back over to the left side. Um, yeah, I'm... Uh, I don't really think it's going to have that much of an impact to the defensive um, mindset. I think they'll still be a bit leaky on both sides, but obviously more so on that left leaky left. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's just a matchup made in heaven because Warriors only attack down their right while they find the most success down their right. And Dragons, my fucking God, all they do is leak points to right attacks. It is mm. like, in all seriousness, I don't. I haven't checked the, the odds yet, but... Dallin Martini Zelezniak must be paying a dollar thirty to score a try. Seriously, oh, like he a dollar five. If I was offering the odds, put your fucking house on it. DWZ scores yeah. in this one. It's as easy as you like. And last time the Warriors played the Dragons, I'm pretty sure that's the game that DWZ scored 140 something. Um, SJ scored 90. CNK scored 120 something. So. If they can replicate even like a smidgen of that performance this week, you'll be flying if you've got these Warriors players. Oh yeah, and it's early enough in the round that those sort of high ceiling scores, you'll oh. be seeing one of the one of them, and it's just an open opportunity for a loop. Right. This is this is I had this is my plan with DWZ on my side. I was like, he's just a VC all the way through the finals. Mm, and sure. what did he do last week? 100, what, 122? Something like that. Yep, I wouldn't yep. be surprised if he fucking beats it this week against the Dragons because the matchup's mm-hmm. heaps better. Yeah. Um, 
I just want to, out of curiosity, I just want to see what they are. Dollar thirty-five. I was very close. I should be a bookie. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to add in here? I just um, Warriors. Warriors right all day. Yeah. It's, all day, baby. Look, it's Warriors all day. Um. I think that there is a bit of a pickup. Um. So free, it, probably free agent all way the pickup for Joshy Curran mm. might be a bit of a play. Yep, um. They do call. put a bit of. Um, they do put a bit of traffic down that left um, turf spot. He's obviously out, ousted Ford, who's on the uh, riding the bench. The only concern that I've got is obviously with Ford on the bench. Is the, are they going to share time between Curran would, and Ford? You would think so. I think there's so. something going on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's. I think Ford's got enough upside in him to to not really make that an issue because of the opposition, but. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Like it's a similar position, and we'll talk about it later with um, Helen Lukey as well. The um, Finnefiaku is on the bench, on the bench in that yeah. one as well. So yep. it's it's a similar position. Yep, for sure. All right, well, nice little layup there for the next game, Friday, eight pm. Finns v Cows, Suncorp Stadium. Mm. Now there are a few ins and outs here. Do you want to cover them? Yeah, yeah. So uh, our boy, uh, well, not our boy, but. Um, a real good performer from last week, Trey Fuller. He's um he's unfortunately not in the team. Um, Hammer's back, which is a good thing. Um, they've retained Jack Bostock and Cody Nicarima shifts into the halves. So Isaiah Katoa's left right out. And um, Kenny Brom and Connolly Lamoelu are back as well. So uh, Kenny Brom's in the lock spot that pushes Mark Nichols into the starting front row forward spot. On the other side, we've got um, Sammy Valame's um, left right out. So I think he's carrying an injury, like you mentioned before. Yep. Um, Kyle Felt shifts across to the right wing, we're expecting. Um, and then Murray Torlangi moves across to the um, the left wing. Zach Laybutt, he makes his, um, his return to first grade. And then, yeah, Helam Lukey comes in for Jeremiah Nanai. And then the one thing about that one is um, they've got Fenefuyaku, Fiaki on the bench. Easy for you so, to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ke- <laughs> Ketakefu is probably going to come on at some point, you'd expect, and it will be on that right edge. So, yeah, it's it's not one that I'm I'm looking at closely. It's just the matchup is very fairly tasty. Yeah, and look, talking about strengths and weaknesses in this game, I love the Cowboys' right edge uh, in this mm. one. The Finns, mate, they've just looked, started the year obviously fantastic and we're all very proud of them, but they have been getting pumped of late. Not only have they had some suspensions, but heaps of injuries as well, and it sounds like they've just clocked off for the year. They're looking to book their barley tick and get the fuck out of Dodge. Mm. Uh, for the last six rounds, they've conceded the third most super coach points. Uh, and their left edge defense is just horrid. They're conceding 34% of their super coach points to right attacks. That's the second worst in the comp and conceding a whopping 44% of their tries to right attacks. And that is the second worst in the comp. So I do like a nice little sneaky Kyle Felt pickup here off free agents and oh, yeah. an ATS in this game. Cause I think Kyle Felt could bag one, maybe two. Uh, and I think I think Scott Drinkwater is going to have a big game in this one as well. I think, yeah, the Cows right. Look, the Finns right does have an okay matchup. The, the Cowboys have been leaking points to right uh, attacks. But, yeah, 
I mean, the Cowboys have uh, they got to step up here and put the fins to to the sword. So I'll be all over the Cowboys right up in this uh, in this matchup. What are the stats? Yeah, oh, it echoes echoes what you're saying. Pretty much all the backs for the cows have a really good matchup, and then it's all the forwards actually for the um, the fins have a really good matchup. So um, guys like um, Wallace, Nichols, and um, Lemboelu all have really good matchups. So if you've got them, start them, obviously. Hammer's got a really good matchup as well. The Cows have been conceding 84 points on average the last six rounds. So definitely one to fire him up if you've if you still got him. Um, another pretty much like Hiku felt um, Labor. You're not going to play Labor. And um, Murray Talongi all have really good matchups, as does Tommy Dearden. So they've been conceding 64 points on average to oppose left halves. So definitely one to, um, to have a look at there. Not much outside of that, but um, yeah, it's it's going to be a bit of points to be had in this game, I reckon. 100%. I mean, as far as VCs go, you can't go past Scott Drinkwater. But other than oh, him in this game, I'm not really confident on backing anyone. Obviously, you know, Jermaine Asako's got some points in him, but it's just mm. just backing the fins to get him a lot of good ball. It's the worry. Um, yeah, especially without JMK. That, that's the, for it's sure. the key, key issue. The one positive that I do have is Cody Nikarima is fairly creative on the right side and he'll be playing right half. So I, th- I feel like there is going to be a bit more opportunity um, having Hammer having, hum, having Hammer at the back and then um, leading across to Nico. He does. Gonna he does like the good. dummy and go himself, though, old Cody mm, Yeah. Um, for pickups and stuff like that in this one, mate, Jared Wallace, pick him up. If he's on oh. free agents, like he's doing more than what we expected him to do, which was just get you 50. We're pretty confident that he was going to get you sort of around 48, 50 points. But he's just got that upside. He does. He's, he's, he's waverable. He's um, a front row forward for sure. Waverable. For sure. And he's pumping out huge minutes, like last two rounds, uh, 60 minutes each game off the bench. Yeah, and it's funny. You, you see a lot of teams now, they've changed tacks where – they don't have. They don't often have the two best front row forwards starting. No, they'll hold off one of their really, really gun ones onto the bench, so they can maintain momentum and they go and they go forward. And so you're usually oh, you playing your more skillful front row forward off the bench because he's coming on and he's playing against tired defenders. You know, you bring you use the big brutes to take the sting out of the game. Then you bring mm. on someone with a bit of late footwork, maybe a bit of offloading ability, which. Jared Wallace has both of those things. He comes on, plays against some tired big bodies, and yeah, he's just making space and fantastic. That offload pass to Osaka was something else, wasn't it? Mate, Zach Lomax. Hello. Yeah. Wow. Um, So yeah, Kyle Felt and um, Jared Wallace for me in this one. Nice little pickups here, but other than Mm. that, not much else to write home about. Yeah, I mean, guys like Harrison, Harrison Graham, he's not going to get you enough PPM for his his minutes to actually make it worthwhile. So no. you probably want to look elsewhere for a hooker option. For sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's get in the next game. We have Saturday, 3 p.m. Storm versus Titans, Amy Park. Uh, any big ins or outs in this one? I know well, the Titans there's, there's, just... There's, there's, one, there's one. There's one big one that could potentially happen, and many owners are bracing themselves. Um, Ryan Pappenhausen named in the reserves. So, yeah, he could and most likely will come onto the interchange bench at some point. Um, Josh uh, Josh King is out. 
Nelson Safasola-Mona comes in at lock. And then there's also, oh, Willie Warbrick played last week. So he's he's confirmed in uh, over the top of Raymond Smith, who's 18th man. Apart from that, it's um it's pretty much one to thirteen, and then on to the uh, the Titans. Philip Sammy's out, so Jojo Fafita comes in on the right wing, and Kieran Foran makes his return. So that offsets a bit of the um, the Dalai Lamas that they were having with um, uh, Jaden Campbell. Mm. So thankfully they they'll have at least a little bit of solidity in the halves, and then it'll help. I think it's going to help Tommy Weaver a lot having um Foran there. Still in the ship a little it's bit. Not boding well here for the Titans in this matchup, no, though. No, one, one guy that did look quite good uh, was Cleese Haas. So he's he's obviously sharing a little bit of time with Miss um, Stimson, but he'll be on the right right to rough spot. Um, really strong carries. Yeah, he he did look good on the weekend, but I don't know if it was the week before or a couple of weeks before that where he just did absolutely fucking nothing. And it was yeah, here we go. He had, where was it? It was like he had three runs or something. Anyway, just be mm. careful with him because yeah, I, looked, I'm not. I'm not saying go. Looked for good him. on I'm the weekend. He's one to, he's one to yeah, put in your black book for next season. Be careful. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So in this matchup, strengths and weaknesses. It's pretty much all in the storm for strengths. Uh, for super coach points, scored the fifth most over the last six rounds, uh, and scoring the fifth most tries for the entire year where the Titans conceding the sixth most Supercoach points over the last six rounds and conceding the fifth most tries for the entire season. So it's a really good matchup. Both sides mm-hmm. of the ball here for the Storm. They're usually a right dominant side here, especially with Hughes in the side. He just runs this Storm attack, right? And they've just been pumping sides down that right edge. Willie Warbrick, Really good matchup here. I think I think he bags one, maybe two. It'll be on like fucking Donkey Kong for this storm, right? I'll be firing up a couple of these guys to get some some meat in this one. Titans are just limping towards the end of the season, honestly. They just keep copying injuries, and yeah, they're a fucking a shadow of their former self. So yes, they were gallant in the first half against the Panthers. But they just don't have enough juice. They got to, run over the top yeah, off. They've got the, no, they've got no ticker because they've got no no bodies. And storm humming, storm a yeah. fucking humming. Now they're at home. I mean, please, this is thirteen plus all day. Just they'll be they'll be lining up, grabbing tickets to score tries here. Storm players. So if you've got storm uh, players in your supercoach side, this being a Saturday three pm side, you can either VC them or captain them. I think it's a great matchup. Mm, yeah, I think guys like um, Trent Leora, Eli Katoa, they'll have a really good, really good day out. I reckon. Fuck, Eli Katoa looks good, doesn't he? Something else. Woo! Absolutely. We, something we did else. say this. We did say this. Mm. I don't want to fucking blow our own trumpet, but I will. <laughs> I'll suck our own dicks. Don't well, worry. If you, if you don't, if you don't blow a trumpet, no, no. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Don't worry. There'll be a whole well, podcast dedicated to how many things we got right. <laughs> Yeah, we won't, we won't, we won't talk about the other yeah. other ones. Now we'll skim over the things we got right, wrong, right, yeah, real yeah, quick. Exactly. Just skim over we, that. We, we we do have accountability though. We do call ourselves out. It it um, has been a good year for fucking yeah. some of the calls we've made in twenty twenty three. Well, especially with um with Husey actually doing something the last month or so, hundred percent. No, and we um, we put our balls out there with the player in focus as well, like actually mm. nailing down specific guys to get for the finals, and they have all hit. 
Yeah, they've, they've actually gone quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, Davey Fafita has a decent matchup this week. So he'll be marking up against Eli Katoa, who's been really good in attack. Um, but yeah, just with a few different bodies in that position um, defensively, they've they've led a few points through. They've considered the most points to oppose left to RFs. So conceding 71 points on average last six rounds. So yeah, it's it's a game that, yeah, I would potentially VC Dave Feeder if you've got him. Mm. Because historically, they have like the Storm have conceded through their edges, um, specifically their edge to, to RFs. So yeah, it's it's something that I've I've noticed over the last few seasons. So yeah. I don't mind the call, mate. I don't mind the call. Now this mm. is a scary prospect, right? Cam Munster up against the Titans historically kills it. I've got him I've 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 got him in my keeper league and it's the grand final. So yeah. I'm hoping that's the case. I, I haven't checked the stats, and I will. I'll have to for the Chase Losses podcast because I'll, I'll mm. be I'll be betting on him to score a try. But I think off the top of my head, it's like he scored in four out of the last five matchups versus the Titans. Oh, oh wow! It's something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. He now does they, like to uh, score uh, against the Titans. So are they are they like those junk time tries that he usually gets? They just pumps them down that down that right edge, the right edge of the defense. Yeah, for the, oh, for yeah, the Titans, yeah, yeah. just. Yeah, and I mean, it just gets to a point where they're just pumping him and he, he's backing up or whatever, you know. Like, he just seems to be mm. up and about playing the Titans. I don't know what it is, but statistically, the matchup's not looking great on paper here, but I just just keep it in mind that the, the Mad Dog loves to play the Titans. Yeah, I think it's um, it comes back to, like, the reason why the matchup doesn't look that good is because they've been so pumped down their left side mm. that, um, yeah... Coming up against the left left sided players, i.e. against their right, it doesn't look that good. No, because all the text on the other side, and it, it's a scary prospect. Like doing anything with Munster after he he laid an egg last week. So yeah, but yeah, if you let, can, let's, if let's, you, let's let's keep talking about that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, if you can, if you can <laughs> VC him, like I wouldn't be captaining, but it's not bad idea to check chuck the VC on him. Like it is the Titans and. The Titans are really weak. They they are mm. fucking banged up. So, I mean, like uh, apart from maybe the um, oh, there's actually a few few clubs that are in a bit of Barney rubble with injuries. But apart from the Dolphins, Titans are pretty banged up, aren't they? Really bad. Like they were banged up last week, and mm. then they copped Jaden Campbell and Philip Sammy this week. So yeah, yeah, they're really really banged up. So, yeah, all Storm, all Storm people, get them in there. Um, Hughes is just unstoppable. We said that. We said that, what, in February. So, hopefully you listen to us because he is killing it. Warbrick, not a bad pickup if he's a free agent. Just just be aware that there's going to be some sort of fucking shift here at some point in this game with Pappenhausen coming on. And does Meany just get benched or does he move to wing and Warbrick gets benched? No. Meany, Meany... I reckon many either shifts to the center center spot and Seve or um, Young takes a rest, or he just gets benched. And I'd be leaning towards him just getting benched because I don't think he's played that that much center. There are four or five different things that could happen, and none of them would surprise me. Warbrick and I think benched, there's only there's only one benched. or two of those five things that isn't bad for Meany. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. 
and but it could be bad for someone that you've picked up. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. Just yeah. keep that in mind if you want to pick up a Marion Seve or a Will Warbrick because they're playing the Titans. Just keep that in the back of your mind that there might be some fucking crazy switch up here when Pappenhausen comes on, and it's just too hard to predict what's going to happen. Well, you know, you know what? Based off what happened last week, oh, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if Pappy comes on. Many shifts to 5'8", and Munster takes an early shower. Mate, it wouldn't surprise me, mate. There's so many things mate, that could happen here. Yeah, that'd be fucking... Yeah. I've already decided that in this keeper league, I am not touching Munster again. And it's not its not even a captain's league, so it doesn't matter as much. But fuck, he's killed me. We said this during the week too. He's that one guy where you actually want him to have a tough strength of schedule in the finals. Yes, for his exactly super coach right. output, because it doesn't yeah. work if it's easy. He just puts the feet up. He does nothing. It's crazy. He doesn't. Need, he doesn't need to do stuff. So uh, he can just take a back seat. Wild, wild. All right, let's keep it moving here. We've got Saturday, five thirty p.m. My Roosters, my humming Roosters, still in with a shot for finals footy. Eyes locked on to September footy. Love that. Up against the Tigers, Allianz Stadium. Yes. Any ins and outs here? Oh yeah, there's a there's a couple. Obviously Teddy's Teddy's out, so Joey Manu moves into the fullback spot. How good's that for Manu owners? Oh, <laughs> like, and it couldn't have come at a better time. So it's either in your prelim Shit. final or your grand final. Fuck. Yeah, stop it. Um, so yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, uh, Corey Allen has come into the center spot. It isn't um, it isn't Hutchinson. So Hutchinson's been dropped to 18th man to allow Sammy Walker to return. That's rough on Hutchinson. All who have rough. kept him for so long. Very rough. If he's available, pick him up um, on waivers. He, I have seen him on a, on a couple of leagues. So, yeah, definitely, definitely have a throw at the stumps with him. But, mm. yeah, he's looked all right in cup, to be fair. Yeah, oh, man, that's the thing. Like, he's a superb football player. He's not going to forget how to play uh, mm. elite elite rugby league. He'll come in. He'll have a point to prove, a bit of a chip on his shoulder um, yeah. up against the the Tigers who who are just struggling all over the park, to be honest. Um, well, they lost they lost Simpkins last week, so that's why Appy's gone back to the bench, back to the hooker spot. They've got Will, uh, Will Smith, um, Men in Black, to <laughs> come in at the half oh, spot. Oh, you liked that one. You liked that little Jake, did you? <laughs> not, really, not really to be honest um, oh, it was terrible Brandon Wakem though is in reserve so he might slot, slot in late mail so just check that out so don't jump on I mean not that you would jump on Will Smith or anyone like that even like Dane Laurie the matchup isn't there um, Doreen Buller matchup isn't there I mean this is this is going to be really tough um, for the Tigers so for sure look, tigers are eight, dead motherless last and you've got the the roosters that are equal eighth at the moment uh and just one win out of well they're not the they're eight. not equal A's. you can you can effectively take two points off them because of the um that that shitty um points difference yeah well they're well however you want to slice <laughs> it they're on the same points as yes. who's at who's an eighth yeah okay so one win out of the eight, and they play South Sydney in uh, what? No, next week without Latrell. Yeah, interesting time. That, that's huge. The the Latrell being out, mm-hmm. it gives them a huge, huge sniff. Fucking oath, man! And the bunnies look shit. Uh, 
They look shit. Roosters look good. Like they they're gaining momentum. So but they they need they need to obviously win the next two games, but they also need the cows to lose against the Panthers. Which if the Panthers rest a whole bunch of players, I mean, you'd be a hard man to bet against them. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. It's going to be a really really Never wild couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. So. Strengths and weaknesses for this one. Obviously, it's all on the edge of the Roosters here. The Roosters' right is just so fucking potent at the moment. Uh, that has mainly been due to Joey Manu. So just keep that in mind when I'm talking about these statistics here mm. because he's moving back to fullback. And you've obviously got uh, fucking the future immortal Corey Allen playing right center. <laughs> so it could be a little bit different in this matchup. But hey, yeah. he's, a, he's an ex-Maroon, so be careful with what you're saying. Oh, fuck, please. Um, but, yeah, they've been scoring over 30% uh, Supercoach points in their right and over 38% of their tries. And the Tigers have just been leaking. Well, for the majority of the season, they've been leaking all their points to right attacks. And then over the last sort of three, four rounds, they've been, you know what? Hey, we can actually leak points on, um, on our right edge defense as well. Like, we're really equally shit on both sides of the ruck so they've showed everyone that they're how poor they really are not just one dimensional really like two dimensional team at how fucking poor they are in defense so the roosters if they can fire this attack up um they can score on both sides of the field here i was pretty confident that daniel i feel like we've you've said that phrase for the last two seasons what's that They've got the team, and if they can put it on the park, they can score down either edge, blah, blah, blah. Yes, on paper, they have a fucking fantastic squad, but no, well, this Teddy, would, this, Teddy, abs- Teddy absolutely brained it last This would week. be any team. doesn't have to be the Roosters. Any team mm. can score oh, yeah, yeah. on both sides of the ruck against the Tigers at the moment because they are leaking bulk fucking yeah. points on both sides of the, the field. Fa- right? The fact that they, they had to um, win from a sideline conversion – against the Dolphin side so decimated, it's not good signs. No, 100%. And you've got the Roosters who haven't been out of school points all, all year in the last three rounds, 26, 30, and 34 points. It started. It has started to click. So they're starting yeah. to score points. But the thing that worries me is, like last week, I was so confident in the Roosters' left edge uh, to take advantage of that matchup with the Eels' um and their right edge defense, but because they're so dominant down the right, they didn't need to take advantage of the the poor defense on the other. They just like, well, let's just keep feed Manu the ball. Suwaliti's going to get a try. Bang! Let's just keep feeding it down that edge, and t- Tupu just fucking caught a cold out there. So it yeah. is, even though the matchup might be with the Roosters right, you just don't know which way they're going to swing the ball. Because on paper, like you said, you know they do have attack all over the field here. It's just whether it clicks yeah. on the night. And you think against the Tigers and with what's at stake here, it's fucking better. Yeah. Manu at fullback just... Manu, Manu at fullback excites option. me. Thanks. It excites me. Just put the C on him. What's this? Saturday, 5.30 p.m. Might be a VC option for some people. Mm. But I would be – look, I'm happy just a full captain, Manu, in this one. He's looked yeah. good. He's looked busy. He's looked like he wants to get involved. All the, the, They've all stepped up over the last three rounds. So Manu at fullback, we know how dynamic he is and how good he is for Supercoach. So put the armband on him and just fucking watch. 
I love that both you and Guru have already picked Joey Mano this season. Mm, true. It's, nice, um, nice little, nice little gimme nice, there. Nice little gimme. Fell in your lap. Fell in it your did, lap. It there. did. Thanks, mate. Love it. Um, any other statistical matchups for this one? Obviously, a lot of uh, red on the Tigers side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Luke Keary actually has like a really good um, matchup this week. So they've been the. Um, the Tigers have been conceding the second most points overall to left halves, 67 points on average. So, yeah, it's definitely one that I think if you've obviously got any roosters, you fire them up, um, with the exception of maybe Corey Allen. Um, but, yeah, I do I do reckon it's going to be a good one, and I do think that there's going to be some points in this um, rooster side for what? the Tigers. Just with how the roosters have been, the, the one key change for the Roosters has been in their defense. They have been a lot more solid. They have been a bit, they have held the ball a lot more. There haven't been as many mistakes and errors and stuff like that creep into the game. So that's where if they, if they get a amount of possession early on, it's going to be a bit Barney rubble for um, the Tigers, I reckon. Mm. One thing I have noticed with that left edge attack for the Roosters is Billy Smith does not like to pass the ball. So, No, it's not good for Toops, is no, it? No, it isn't. And if you maybe picked up Billy Smith off free agents over the last couple of weeks, yeah, you're looking good here because there was a couple of times last week, obviously I had a little bit invested in a Daniel Tupu anytime try score a bet, and I was watching Billy Smith there just absolutely give Daniel Tupu the finger as he as he ran by him to do nothing with the ball. So just keep that in mind if you've got Toops, but I think mm. that is a good thing for Billy Smith because, yeah, it's like almost like the Tyrone Peachy thing that I talked about earlier in the podcast, you know, like it's good for Supercoach if they're hogs. Yeah, and and look, Billy Smith actually does have a good matchup himself. The um, the Tigers concede third most to oppose left centers, and marking up against him is not Stafford Tower. It is Tristan Riley, who's only a um, a day biller this season. Never so heard of her. yeah, mm, <laughs> well good. that's that's a nice thing. But it's um it's a really tasty matchup there for Billy Smith. So I think they will be attacking a little bit down their left. Um, I, I think it's both edges that they'll go down. Um, so they'll they'll go left. If it doesn't work, they'll sweep right, and vice versa. So mm. I think it's going to it's going to be coming thick and fast. So mm. it's um, get the popcorn out. There's going to be a few tries in this one. And the other thing is, without Manu there at right center, Suwali's impact on this game might be hampered. So just keep that yeah. in mind. The reason why we were so big on Joey uh, for the final series was because Joey of Ma- yeah, it was because of Manu. Yeah, like Manu, Manu's got a really good pass on him. He's got a really good draw and pass mainly. Um, he sucks in defenders, so if there is a if there is a cutout pass, they're usually double marking up on him exactly because they know what he can do. And then he's so a magnet he's for a defenders. Whole bunch of space, mm. so much space. And I can't imagine defenders having the same sort of opinion of Corey Allen that they do. No, with Manu. no, those so. those players that were marking up on Manu. Will now focus their attention on Swally for which sure. Will shut him down for sure. Give Corey Allen the space. See what he can do with it. Uh, it's almost <laughs> well, like he, if Corey he, Allen beats us, fuck, we'll put our hand up. That's sweet. Oh fuck! All right, let's keep it moving. Saturday, seven thirty-five PM. Raiders v Broncos, GIO Stadium. Your Broncos, bro, humming, mate. They are. Fucking they humming. are absolutely humming. Um, so look, they're they're just getting better and better, and they're a shadow of their former self from last season. They're um. Yeah, they're still turning it on. We'll see if they can still match it up with without Adam Reynolds. But on the other side of the um, the ball, 
they're going to be out without Jackie Whiten again. So Matt Frawley steps in. It's going to be a tough one because they'll be marking up obviously against one another. But um, I think, look, the the Raiders were looking quite good in parts of the game last week. They 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 just have a, this this knack mm. of just going to sleep in defence and just letting teams back into the game. So I think they get humped into the they, ground in this they matchup. They will bro. be bent over with prison rules. It's Broncos, not going to be pretty. Yeah, the Broncos fucking yep. Really like this, at home in this one. I like think. the Broncos have one of the better defenses in the league, and I don't think that they'll be getting the soft tries that they got. Like, um, the Raiders will be getting the soft tries that they got last week. And the thing is, um, Jock Madden comes in for Adam Reynolds, and he's done a job when he's had to come in uh, yeah. at stages throughout the year. Obviously, with Ezra Mam's suspension and Adam Reynolds with his injuries that he's had throughout the year, he's come in. He's done a job, and, and Reynolds Reynolds hasn't had to be the big swinging dick. He hasn't had to do the big plays all season. So missing Reynolds, it's only one of a number of big, big players we can pull on to um, to do something in the game. Yeah. We've got we've we've got Mam, we've got Walsh, Katani Staggs can can step up. Selwyn Cobbo has shown it a number of times this season. Freaking Haas, Carrigan, so many. Yep, and momentum, confidence. They they've got it all. They're, in they're space coming up. The they're moment. coming coming back from the week off. Bodies are being off a spell. Fresh. Fuck, we love horses off a spell. Fresh, mm. let's go. Um, if we just talk about strengths and weaknesses here, I love the Broncos right in this matchup. The right edge attack here. Yum, yum, yum. Um, and just for tries, you've got the Broncos who have scored the most tries of any team for season 2023 coming up against the Raiders who have conceded the sixth most. So if we see a Broncos team where they're out here to make a statement, which they usually do when they win they want to fucking put the foot on the throat especially with blokes like reese walsh katoni stags these sort of big bravado guys that want to fucking stamp their authority on games this could get out of hand fucking quick here and there could be a lot of points scored and it's just all for the broncos right here uh look at the second best right attack for Supercoach points second best right attack for tries scored scoring over 42 percent of their tries down their right I just love it. I just like this matchup here, like like we said, off a spell, humming anyway. Everyone's fresh except for Adam Reynolds. I'll come come in against this Raiders outfit who look they did look fucking clunky at times against the Bulldogs mm. who have got nothing to play for. And I just there's nothing about the Raiders here that excite me in real life or super coach. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a um it's they're really just bland. Like Jordan Rappiner, though, he had an absolute blinder. He saved us in the um the listener league. Definitely one that um look if he if he's available on waivers, you obviously um obviously pick him up, but like he's gonna be up against it this game. I just don't think there's gonna be that many points to be had no. on on that side of the ball. So the only ones from the um from the Raiders side I'd be looking at is Big Papa, Tapane, and Big Red. Really outside of that, um I wouldn't I wouldn't be looking to fire up and any really no it's um it's a real tough one for him no i feel oh. like there's going to be limited limited upside on anyone big big captaincy option here reese walsh without adam reynolds he'll step up in this game um mm. i love him for a try here raiders have been leaking bulk points to to fullbacks for the majority of the year as well so i love reese walsh Corey Oates coming to the side. He always does the job as well. Obviously, got mm. Payne Haas. He's going to get you that 75, 80 points, especially with fresh legs. Uh, the one guy I will say keep, just be wary of is Paddy Carrigan. 
you're most likely going to get a mid-50s point range out of him unless he scores a try. Like, he's obviously inflated average at the moment because he's playing on the edge. He's scored a couple of tries. But at lock, he is a ball-playing lock. Yeah. So he's so a he's, he's missing out. On, he's missing points. out on his on his hit up points. Yes. He's missing out on yeah. So yep. he's not he's not he's not like the real um, real attacking lock where he'll get um, like uh, attacking points and stuff from. He's a he's a modern play. day lock. He's he's yeah, an yeah. Isaiah Yo type, you know, and it's fantastic for the Broncos in real he's life. He's developed that in his game really well. Super coach, no bueno, no bueno, not good for us. So mm. if you're expecting yeah. like a big seventy point game out of Carrigan because he's back at thirteen, that's the Carrigan of last year. Yes. This year, yeah. he's a give-and-go type guy, and it's giving space for the outside men. Like, they're usually getting three-on-twos because of the passing ability that Patrick Carrigan has. You know, getting Adam Reynolds or Ezra Mam the ball already on the outside of their defenders, fuck. And then you put speed that Reese Walsh has on top of that, night. And, and, and you can see teams teams are already, already concerned about his speed when he's approaching the line, and he takes that extra space and hands just on does heads. a number on him. Hands on yeah. heads, not playing anymore. Don't want to do it. Um, so, yeah, captaincy options, Reese Walsh, Payne Haas. Anyone else here that you would captain? It's probably not um, really anyone. No, like, I mean, like if you're chasing uh, – we're getting towards the back end of the, the round, so if you're chasing – but Ezra Mann doesn't have the ceiling, so he wouldn't go there. Jordan Rickey's not reliable enough. Um, Selwyn Cobbo, maybe. Um, Katoni Staggs isn't reliable enough. Herbie Farnsworth doesn't quite have the matchup. Timiko's defended fairly well last six rounds. We've got a decision um, to make too, a big decision, because we've got oh, three guns. And okay. we can only VC and captain two of them. So it's either we VC Manu at fullback against... Tigers and we captain Reese Walsh or we captain Ponga or we leave Manu out of it and Reese Walsh becomes a VC and we captain Ponga. No, I reckon we VC Manu into Walsh as captain because I think the matchup I for that. Ponga I like is that. really tough. That's what I was thinking, bro. That's what I was thinking. Yep. That's, that's got, why we do a podcast together, mate. That's And you've got KP up against the Sharks. Mate, he could probably and score if we're, 150 if we're, if, we're really, if we're really up against it at that point, like we can, we can just it. switch across to to Pongan because he's got the higher upside for sure, for sure. And we've got that flexibility because it's the last game of the round. So, but let's be honest, oh, are we going to be chasing points? Looking pretty good, baby. All right, let's get into the next game. Sunday, two p.m. Dogs v Manly Acor Stadium. Fuck, what a blockbuster! I'll be skipping this <laughs> one. It'll be a picnic with yeah. the family at two p.m. on Sunday for me. Any ins and outs for this one other than um, Spinal with um, Room Garrick? Yeah, so um, Garrick's out. Cooler comes out from the uh, right centre spot. Morgan Harper comes in, replaces him at right centre. Um, I mean, Cooler becomes interesting. Um, Jason Saab is obviously interesting as well. Jacob Arthur's um, been selected at the um, the right, uh, sorry, left half spot. That pushes Schuster out, left, right out. Um, he's looked horrible and shit. he's done fuck all. Fucking shit so, is. Good. Um, eight, if I could get paid 800K to do what he's been doing, happy days. Why did they give him a three-year deal? Just blows my mind. It's not like 
they're just paying for a bit like potential. And uh, look, if there's the, like part of the potential though, is putting the effort in. Like it's yeah, it's a bit of a concern. Anyway, um, I reckon Braden Burns has a has a really good matchup this round. Um, he's definitely one to to look at. Harrison Edwards, he comes in at the lock spot. That's a um, that's a pretty nice front row forward entry for yourselves if you're light in the front row forwards. Um, TPJ of retiring and never wanting to play rugby league in his life. My mum um, made me do it. I never want to do yeah. it. And so, so now right, I don't want to do it. He's riding the bench once again. <laughs> um, same with Luke Thompson. Um, Toby Sexton, <laughs> we might be relying on Toby this week in the in the listener league. I'm a little bit concerned about that, if I'm honest. Um, but, yeah, there's a, there's a whole raft of matchups for the, the manly side, so... I like think there's a pretty good matchup for both teams here. I think, yeah. obviously, I think there's a, there's a- obviously the strengths it lies with the manly side, especially their right edge defense. They've been pretty dominant throughout uh, the season. Yeah, but I think you right take edge. out the link play that that Garrick offers, and you put in Cooler. Cooler is more of a runner. I don't, I don't really feel, I don't, I haven't seen his ball playing and stuff like that out the back. So I think it's just going to put too much of a reliance on DCA. And look, it might be good for DCA's output, but. I just feel like it's going to it's going to stifle their attack a little bit. Yeah, I, if anything, I just think DCE is just going to have to do everything, which means the ball's going to stay on the right. Yeah. Um, so and- I think I think on the basis of that, Olakuatu is looking. Yep. Bloody good. Ola, bloody good. Jason Saab. Saab's in like into. Do we have Olakuatu? Uh, yes, we do. It's it's looking real good then. We do, we do, baby. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I do like this manly right edge DCE. Nice play. Olakwatu, yum. Jason Saab that is criminally low um, ownership at the moment. So free agent pickup from him is a nice play because he's just a triple threat: speed, space, aerial target. He'll be all over it in this one. He'll be coming. He, he up does. Against- he does have a sub twenty score in him though. And oh, that's, for sure. that, that's, prob- that's probably the reason why his ownership is so low. For sure. And the thing is, you just play him against poor defensive outfits. Yeah. Like the Bulldogs. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, look, the, it's been an absolute debacle of a season for the Doggies. It's been up there with the Tigers' season. So, look, it's, it's one you've to got, forget. You've got Blake Wilson out there on the left wing as well coming up against Saab. I mean... If DCE isn't just kicking towards that corner again and again and again, I'm just not here. So if Manly doesn't win, as far as winning the game, I've got no idea. I mean, Manly could win this, but they should win this, but fuck, it's Bulldog season. I've got no idea what to do here. And to be honest, disgusting game, both sides here for watching this game in real life and Super The whole thing about Bulldog season, like at the end of season and all that sort of stuff, that was when they had a bit of heart and a bit of ticker about them. Well, they they've lost Josh Jackson, and they've they've lost that. I reckon mm. they're no they're no real threat this time of the season anymore. You just never know. Famous last words. Yeah, I'd, I'd look. <laughs> I, I'm just shaking my head because I'm like, oh fuck, I've been in this. I've just ruined everyone. So, multi. So, so sorry many, about that, boys. So many times they've fucked me. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, captaincy wise, I mean, DCE um, is definitely mm. considerable here up against yep, the Bulldogs. Yep. Other than him, I wouldn't be touching anyone. No one from the dogs, no one else from no. Manly. 
Um, I mean, if you really scrape in the bottom of the barrel, Olakowatu is worth a shot at the stumps. Yep, he has um, to get a try for it to be for it to come off. Fuck yeah, he's DCE, got a decent floor to work with though, just and that's what I like DCE, about him because DCE has been playing lights out lately. What's he? At? What's he sitting at? Seventy-one last week, ninety-six the week before. 44 against the Roosters, but then 67, 109. Mm, mm, you would expect him to fucking do something in this game, surely. Yeah. No. Does, who just with, with all with all lights Garrett on him? There, does he? With all, with all lights on him, he's not really going to have much assistance in the ball playing in the, and everything from Jake Arthur. Goal kicking? Yeah. Daly Cherry Evans without Garrick? You'd think so. Does Jakey Arthur goal kick? No. No. That's interesting. DC, I'm looking through the lineup matchup. and I can't see any other goal kickers no. unless Jake Arthur does. Yum. I think Jake. I think Jake Arthur did because last season when he filled in for Moses, I think he might have goal kicked. I'm not sure. Or was it Gutho? Can't remember. Yeah, Gutho usually takes him from Parramatta, doesn't he? Mm. It's just a nice little cherry on top if you're captain DCE, puts a couple of tri-assists on, kicking goals, gets a try himself. Fuck. Could win you the fucking league there. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yep. All right, let's get into the last game of the round. Sunday, 4.05 p.m. One of the games of the round, if not the game of the round, to be honest, this is going to be yummy. Well, Sunday when, you, when you consider what football. the matchups are this round, it is definitely the matchup of the round. Knights v. Sharks at McDonald Jones Stadium. I'll be tipping the Knights in this one. Just can't stop this Novocastrian train at the moment. Unbelievable. Um, ins and outs, bro. Uh, so pretty, pretty, um, pretty nice one for the Knights. There hasn't been much, much to do with ins and outs. Uh, Jacko Hastings comes back. That's about it for on that side. And on the on the other side, it is literally one to thirteen. Ooh, so nice, looking pretty solid. Yeah, this is going to be a really good game of football. Um, yeah, the Knights playing. Great rugby league on both sides of the board. Defense, attack, just looking absolutely scintillating down that left edge. You know, the matchup. Scintillating, even. Wow. The matchup down the right was just screaming at us. Did you read last a thesaurus week. the other way? Mate, I'm, mate, vocabulary is through the roof, mate. I'm a very smart man. Yeah, play. Um, so, yeah, the right edge for the Knights, like, it just couldn't have got any easier for them. But, yeah, they were like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, the, the left is where we're at, and we're just going to pump the left, and they did. Mm. And they found so much space. My boy Greg Marshall crossing for a fucking hat-trick. Jesus. Yeah. It's so much, it's so much fun watching all your Supercoach players just kill it when you aren't in finals. Like, <laughs> Greg Marshall, DWZ. I say, yo, I'm just like, oh, this is great. Thanks, boys. Where was this three weeks ago? Fuck. Um, I went to sleep. Yeah. For strengths and weaknesses here, it's obviously a really good matchup. So it's going to be tough for, you know, predicting where the Supercoach points are going to be scored. But you would say Knights are going to continue this left-edge dominance and going to spin the ball down the left through Callum Ponga. Sharks are going to do the same. You know, you're going to have uh, Hines popping up on the left, Linking up with um, your boy Tricky Trendle and trying mm. to get Ronaldo Mortala or Sifatalakai some space out there as well. Uh, but both teams have been defending really well. Do you know what I mean? Like the Sharks. Well, it's, been the cor- it's been the cornerstone of the Knights' resurgence over the last mm. seven weeks. Mm. It's been their defense. Like, yeah, they've blown teams off the park with their attack, but they haven't really conceded that poorly. 
So yeah, it, it all comes with their defense and it's especially on those edges. And so because it's so hard to predict where these points are going to be scored, just fucking play it simple here. Callum Ponga, Nico Hines, keep it at that. And I mean, if you're chasing points, that's a different story. If you're chasing upside, obviously you just want to pick some of these guys that are going to be in a good shot to score points. Greg Marzu, Ronaldo Mortalo. Um, Dommy, Dommy Young. Well, even that worries me because they just don't fucking send the ball down the rod anymore. Mm. I mean, the matchup yeah. couldn't have got any better for Dom Young last week. He did nothing. Well, he just never got the ball, did no, he? No, no. So, yeah, it is a worry. It's sort of like Sienna Katoa when the Sharks' left edge is humming. Do you know what I mean? He just sits out. Oh, he, just- yeah, that, that's, that's a frustrating one for this season because, look, he, he, he was level pegging with Renato Militale last season. Mm. He's just going to sleep most games this yep. season. And it's it's so funny when you look at the stats and the Sharks because they, it looks like they're a right-edge dominant side. Um, and then you look at the tries and you go, well, they're scoring all their tries down their left. And it's because... All the points are attributed to Nico Hines, who we have to attribute as a right-edge player, but he's putting tri-assists on down the left. So they're actually mm. a left-edge dominant side. Um, and that's the that's the difficulty we have with um, halves that do play both sides of the ruck. Um, there's no real way to differentiate that in the in the scoring system. So No. You've just and it, it, it sort of only comes up when you're comparing tries scored and supercoach points scored and you're like, oh this is a weird discrepancy. And yeah, yeah okay, and, and that's course. and that's one of the things that we do look at when we're going through these matchups is to pick out guys that guys that do play a bit both sides. When he's when he's on form, Cleary will play both sides. Um and yeah, even even Kiri when he's on form as well, he'll he'll drift over to the right side. But yeah, it's it's a tough one. Like I do, I do like Greg Marju's matchup here. I mean, if he gets one on one with Sienna Katoa, that's that's early doors there. Yeah, one on one on one is going to be a real challenge for him. Yep, Katoa, I mean. Yep, yep. Interesting game. Can't wait for this one. Actually, it's going to be nice. Couple mm. of fucking tins. Tear open a couple Mark, of Mark Tinnichillas. Yeah, just put the feet up with the slippers on. Mm, this is good. It's going to be champagne footy, I reckon. Yep. Good one. Sure. Good one to wrap up the weekend. I just beg and plead my wife to look after my daughter for eighty minutes and uh, see how that goes, and see if I can watch the full game. <laughs> you better up that to a hundred minutes, mate. Because, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, there's no chance. Um, all right, that'll do, bro. That's the games. Anything else you want to add there? No. No. Look, look we, we can probably go through and do a. Um, do our big ball score. Sure. Yeah, we'll get into happy ending, of course. You want happy ending? I got a booty. Let me break it down for you so you understand. I'll hold your hand like a small child. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. Jesus, we oh. have to fucking flip these people over and rub them. That's right. Silly. Get the scented we'll oils out. Whew, whew. Just slip that that red back into my, uh, into my waist belt there, please. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you the red rocket. To to be honest, mate, I'd do it for a fiver. I'd do it for free, actually. Just give me Don't give tell him that. Let me get my hands on it. All right. <laughs> Top start sits or sexy matchups and bad matchups. For sexy matchups, Brian to- oh, Nathan Cleary 
Uh, DWZ, fuck. David Fafita, Luke Keary, Luke Metcalf, Dylan Edwards, Cam Munster, Reese Walsh, Barada near Corey. Then we're talking about gross matchups. We've got Dijan Arce, Matt Fegai, David Nofaluma, Jamal Fogarty, Paddy Carrigan, Jordan Rapiner, which is going to be an interesting one. Coming off that fucking huge game last mm. week. So don't go chasing those points. No. Uh, Reed Marnie, Ronaldo Molotalo, Matty Burton, and the Cheese. So what do you think top VC options for round 26 if we go back f- to the first four games? Obviously, Brian Toto so and D- Nathan Cleary. DWZ. Um, oh, sorry. F- first one, Brian Toto, for sure. Yep. Cleary, Cleary, definitely. Yep, they're easy. Um, I think out of those, it's probably that. that's probably it. Jeez, those first two games are just VC heaven, aren't they? Like, oh, big time. Fucking- I think even um, even Dylan Edwards, you could have mm-hmm. a shot at stumps because he's got mm-hmm. a little bit of upside this season. Yep. He hasn't had previous years. And then, um, and then you got Crichton the big, and then you got the one. big three for Warriors: CNK, SJ, DWZ. Big time. Yep. Has, yep for have sure. to, have to. I mean, fuck. That's just those first two games, so good. And then Scotty Drinkwater for the Cowboys. Scotty Drink. Yep. That's so, lovely. Um, what Jerome Hughes, Cam Munster, Nick Meany, or maybe stay away from Nick Meany. Cam Munster, Jerome yeah. Hughes. Definitely Jerome Hughes. Yeah, Jerome Hughes for sure. I think Cam Munster is going to be a bit more of a challenge for him um, because, um, well, I'm, uh, my big boss call is probably going to have Munster in there. So <laughs> wait and oh, see what that is. He's scorned. Fuck, woman scorned. Oh, don't <laughs> Hell like hath that. no fury. Oh, keyboard <laughs> warriors you not. Oh, God. Oh, fuck, yeah, it's, um, it's killed me. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, so we'll stick with Jerome Hughes there. Um, and then obviously with the Saturday 5.30 p.m. Roosters v. Tigers, this sort of straddles your VC and captain options. Manu, huge. I think mm, he's a yeah. set and forget. Either VC or captain, doesn't matter. I think he's going to have a fantastic game. Yeah, um, he's probably the only one out of that Rooster outfit that I'm comfortable with, to be honest. Yeah, we've um, had a few people ask questions about Joey Soliti, and um, look, we'll, we'll ca- catch that in the questions. Yeah, um, it's just it's just because yeah. Manu's not there. It's simple as yep. that. Yep. Um, Broncos, um, Walsh, Walsh, and, yeah, Walshie and, and Haas. Haas. Yep, easy. But I re- realistically, with how late this one is, it's the third last game of the se- third last again. game of the round. Um, yeah, you, you only really go on captaincy options there. Yeah, so, so Walshie. Haas. For sure. That's about it. Dogs mainly, DCE, and leave it at that. Um, and then the last game, it's because it's such a great game. You just stick with Kalen Ponga and Nico Hines. But, geez, because it's such a good game, like even having those two in your side and you've got the you got your season riding on one of those captain, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> nervous. I, I, I wouldn't want to be um... – yeah, riding on this game because I think based on how the defences have gone at, at times this season, this game could be very low scoring. Put it this way, I, I would much rather having R. Reese Walsh as the captaincy than have either um, Callum Ponga or um, Nico Hines. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I just think that there's going to be more points flowing in the um, in the Broncos game. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, you've been fucking talking about it here. Big Ball's core. What is it? Munster sub 20. <laughs> Munster 120 plus. Whoa. Because I don't, I, don't I don't need him to. 
Oh. I don't need. Well, I actually do need him to win um, in in the other league, but the league that counts. Um, I don't. He's already fucked me, so he might as well double dick me. And um, yeah, monster one twenty plus. Uh, look, I don't mind it because they're historical data to back this up. He just yep, loves yep. fucking the Titans. Um, I what am I going to do here? I am going to go. Who do I really like this week? I'm going to go. Like DWZ? Money? I might go... Drinky. No, I'm going to go Brian To'o to score a hat-trick. Oh. I like it. Yeah. Has he done that this this year? No. No. Yeah. Hat-trick. I think he's got, he's got a double a couple of times. So that's, that's easily over 120 points there for mm. To'o. Especially with his base. Yeah, because the other one's not really big cause. I mean, fucking Drinky's going to kill it. We know DWZ's going to score a 1,000 points. I mean, yeah. total hat-trick, yeah. That's big balls. That's big balls. I like baby. it. I like it, mate. All right. Um, fuck, nearing the end here, uh, and we are limping towards the end of the season. Don't you worry about that, people. It does get <laughs> fucking... Uh, especially when you're not actually actively in a super coach comp like I am. I mean, listen to the league, of course, but when you're out of your main league... Yeah. Uh, NFL. I'm studying for my NFL draft. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> He's more of an, an NFL player. Yeah, anyway. well, I'm big on yeah, exactly. Like this time of the year, I'm an NFL guy. You know, like do I take do I take Chase? Do I take C- CMC? I don't know. It's things that I have to work out. You know, yeah, big big you're, decisions. You're not, to you're be not made. talking my language, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, Scooby. Oh God! All right, let's get out of here, bro. That is the final siren rubbers. Make sure you go follow us on our socials for all the tidbits that we post throughout the weekend. Uh, but that's it for this rub. Remember, there are many things a man can do with his time. This is better than those things. You're damn right, Wooker. Catch us next round on the Weekly Rubdown. You can take me now. I have seen it all. Get that India. Catch up.